Welcome to On Texas Football Special Edition. Big recruiting week going on for the Longhorns. Jerry Hamilton of Inside Texas and On3 joining us with a new hat on. I don't know where he got that, but hey, Jerry, more power to you. Uh, Longhorns, Jerry, this weekend coming in with 20 official visitors uh, for Texas following a weekend where they had 21 uh, a week ago. Christian uh, Clark uh, commits to Texas on Thursday uh, midday uh, around. And uh, you know what? One of the top running backs in the country. Uh, Longhorns have been on him and Trashard Choice forever. That happens. Also in the last 24, 48 hours, Micah Hudson uh, has apparently dropped Texas or at least not going to visit Texas officially. Uh, we've also said Landon Cleveland, uh, the linebacker from, or excuse me, the safety from Mansfield, not expected to come in. And then, Jerry, you broke the news on a new offensive line prospect, Nate Kibble out of Atascacita. Just a lot of news going on overall. We'll go down the list of names for the 23rd, uh, but your initial thoughts as we head into the big weekend. Well, my first initial thought is that this is the Chuck Stop hat. It's the Charles Barkley NCAA tournament kind of uh, uh, riff that, you know, he has the Chuck Stop at the NCAA tournament. Uh, so, yeah, that's where this hat was from because the uh, obviously the Final Four was in Houston this year. Uh, we also had Hunter Modden, no longer part of the class today. Inside Texas broke that. We've been hinting at that on, on Texas football for weeks. Um, look, I think Texas has a tremendous amount of momentum. Uh, the one thing we've always said, and, and it's crazy to say that with, you know, what four commitments, but we've always said this. This is a staff that um, recruits through the whistle. They play the long game. Um, and, and I know that's tough for some Texas fans because they see some other kids committing early in June. Uh, but Texas sets up these last two weekends in June for their official visits because I think they want to know exactly where they're positioned. They know exactly what they have to do to win these recruitments. And let's let's put it this way, Bobby. This is why Texas fans should be pretty confident. That means these kids are willing to wait and come into Texas the last two weekends of June. That means they're talking to Texas in a positive manner. If they're saying, yeah, yeah, that's fine with me. I'll take all three of my other June official visits. I'll come in the last weekend. That's somewhat telling in a lot of these cases. So uh, I think Steve Sarkeesian, this staff, they're tough to beat on the June official visit weekends, whether the heat index is 119 or 107. <laughs> it's going to be hot for sure. Uh, Jerry Hamilton, InsideTexas.com. Jerry, uh, let's go down it. One quarter, I'm just going to read these real quick. Yeah, one yeah. quarterback, Trey Owens, Cy Fair. Run, one running back, Jarrett Gibson. We reported Texas absolutely still wants him, uh, even with the commitment of Christian Clark. They want them both. Uh, Jarek is from IMG Academy, originally from Gainesville, Florida. Wide receivers, Terry Bussey out of Timpson, a small East Texas town. Parker Livingston out of Lovejoy in, in, uh, tech, in uh, the, the uh, Dallas area. Uh, tight ends, no tight ends this week. Uh, offensive line, there are four. Uh, Daniel Calhoun from out of state. And then three in-state guys. We mentioned Kibble, Maika Saina uh, out of the uh, Arlington area. And then Daniel Cruz has long been one of the Texas's top center prospects, if not the top center prospect in the class for them. Switching over to defense, Colin Simmons at edge, one of the nation's top prospects. Zena Umiozulu, Neto's younger brother over at Allen. And then Dominic McKinley, another five-star prospect from Lafayette, who may or may not uh, be a guy that really wants to get away from home at LSU in Texas is uh, a heavy uh, possibility there. Then you go to the DL. This is really the strength of this group, I think, 
Dominic, uh, not only Dominic McKinley, but TJ Lindsay, Terrence Hibbler, Jaden Jackson, all from out of state. And then Alex January, uh, the defensive tackle from Duncanville. Cornerback is loaded too. Kobe Black, five-star. Selman Bridges out of Lake Belton. Uh, Wardell Mack out of Marrero uh, in Louisiana. Corian Gibson out of Lancaster. Safety, Jordan Johnson, Rubel. I mean, it, it is a blue chip. You called it five-star weekend, Jerry. Yep. Um, break down a little bit of those and tell me what you're looking for specifically from a position or two there. Yeah, so uh, let's start at running back. I mean, I up my RPM from 80 to 90% on Jarrett Gibson. If that tells Texas fans where I'm headed on that. Um, and there was some discussion, will Texas actually take two running backs? Well, well, the answer is hell yes, and they're not turning down IMG running back, who's one of the best in the country from the state of Florida. It's not happening. Um, Texas has never had a lot of success in IMG. They have four IMG kids in this weekend. And Jordan Johnson Rubel, obviously, is from Fort Worth Brewer, but he's at IMG now going into second year. Jaden Jackson from Brownsburg, Indiana, at IMG. The re a big reason he's visiting Texas officially and came in in the spring is because Jarrett Gibson and Jordan Johnson Rebel were saying such great things about Texas. Um, then uh, TJ Lindsay, who I know you love on tape, um, for a raw kid that has a ton of upside from Bryan, Arkansas, he's going IMG next year. Uh, so it's four IMG guys coming in. Let's start there. Texas never had four IMG guys on an official visit. So that's the change in moving to the SEC and recruiting more of these south, deep southeast region athletes. Um, you know, again, Lindsey's an Arkansas kid. Gibson's a Florida kid. I mean, you go down the list, Terrence Hebler, defensive lineman, Mississippi. Uh, they had guys in from Bama last weekend, Jordan Ross and Funga. I mean, so they are recruiting these states heavily. Um, but the defensive line, I think, is a great place for us to spend some time, Bobby, because Terrence Hibbler, look, here's the whole key with this one. Does grandmother make the trip to Austin? She's scheduled to make the trip. If she makes the trip, Texas chances go up. I think the high school coach um, uh, has known Bo Davis a long time, so there's some connections there. I think they there's a known commodity that Bo would help uh, develop Terrence, who there's a Mississippi State commitment but I never lost contact with Texas after that commitment for more than maybe two or three days. Um, so there's that. And we talked about Jaden Jackson at IMG. Look, he's 6'1 and a half, 295, a lot of power, a lot of leverage, a lot of lower body strength, hardworking kid that went to IMG with no offers. Now he's got 35. Uh, that's Texas, Miami, Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma, and Florida. Uh, Alex January, I consider a Texas lean over LSU. The interesting thing there is Mike January's father played at Texas, season ticket holder. He's from Lake Charles Westlake in high school. But Texas can't take all these kids. And you wonder if kids start committing coming off the board, where does the numbers game go, right? Um, and then we hit on TJ Lindsay, who a lot of people had pegged for AM starting June visits. I, he really liked Miami. Uh, Miami would take him no matter what. I don't think Miami has a ton of confidence right now. They have some, but not a ton. And the communication's been great with Texas. I talked to TJ earlier this week. He talked about the 40-year decision uh, that Texas could provide for him. Uh, so defensive line is loaded, and that's not even getting into the edge yet. This is my question, because I'm looking at the size-wise. Um, Jaden, who – like there are – for people that aren't familiar, there are nose tackles. Yeah. And there are defensive tackles. I mean, I, I, I categorize them as zero techniques and three techniques. Right. Some people call them whatever they Get want. Into the to shades and everything. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So break those that group of McKinley, Lindsey, Hibbler, 
Jackson in January. Break them down, whether they're zeros or threes, nose guards or three techniques. Yeah. So basically the difference between Alfred Collins and uh, Keandre Coburn is right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I think Jaden Jackson is an over-the-ball player that can play the shade, right? Um, he could even get some time at three. But I think he's his strength's over the ball. I think Alex January is an over-the-ball player that can also be a big three technique, not a pass rusher, but if you want, just want to bring a lot of size in, uh, depending on situations, who you're playing. Um, I think that's the case. Terrence Hibble, I think, is a three all the way. I think he can play over the ball, but I think he's a three. I think he's got really good quickness for a 300-pound kid. Had a dominant spring. Had a great spring jamboree over in Mississippi. Uh, it's when Alabama really turned the heat up on him. I think T.J. Lindsey's the most interesting one, Bobby, because I think he can play outside. I think he can play a five. I think he can actually play a seven with his athleticism at times. He's kind of the Jure Bledsoe guy that you kind of take and you figure out where he falls over time. Uh, the interesting thing with him is whatever he looks like now, the Texas fans, when they look at tape or profile, he's going to IMG. He's an early enrollee. He's going to look totally different. Uh, one of, hey, I want to mention this while I've got you. Before we go on to, to, to Dominic McKinley, one of the things you told me that I want to make sure I get to about IMG kids, almost all of them are midterm enrollees. You, yeah. you mentioned that. Is, that. is that the case with all four of these guys? All four of these guys are early enrollees that are coming in this week. And that's a lot of the reason these kids go to IMG. And that's part of IMG's selling point to these kids is we're going to get you physically prepared for the next level and get you out of here in December, ready to go to college and compete from day one. That's one of the big sells that IMG has always made kids. All four of those kids are early enrollees. So uh, obviously Dominic McKinley, the five stars, the last D, D lineman, he's a three tech. He's Alfred Collins. That's what he is physically. I mean, that's what we're looking at with him, right? Similar athlete too. Um, the almost similar personality, which I don't want to scare Texas fans, but there are some similarities there, right? I mean, but Dominic Kinley's his little brother, Texas, is offered. He's a 2026. Everybody's offered him when he's gone on the visits. He'll be on the visit with his brother and his and his family. Uh, the one interesting thing about Dominic I want to mention, I've mentioned it before on here, is when I went to Acadiana High this spring, I had a coach look at me and say, you know, Dominic may not be the guy that stays – in Louisiana and goes to LSU. And I didn't really report it big time at the time because it was so early in the process, but I did always put it behind the Chuck stop in my head. And, you know, there's something with that when a coach from South Louisiana says, you know, he might not, he might be the type of kid who doesn't stay home and go to LSU. Uh, but the key, the second key with that, I've always heard it's going to be driving distance. So while he visited Ohio state, that's not realistic. Uh, while they like Oklahoma, is that as realistic as Texas? Probably not. He has visited Texas A&M. Um, Alabama's pushing for a fall official visit. I think the kicker here is if this kid makes a decision this summer and he didn't take an official to LSU, I think that coach in Acadiana may be right. Got it. Uh, that'd be good news probably for the Longhorns if that's the case. Uh, academics matter in this recruitment, by the way. Academics and driving distance. Interesting. Okay. All right. Two other positions that I think are, are intriguing to me. Uh, cornerback last oh, yeah. week texas brought in and, and got a commitment from santana wilson yeah a uh, young man out of uh, arizona and uh, he essentially uh, replaced hunter moden is what he did okay got it and so the the they're bringing in four this weekend yeah kobe black out of uh waco selman bridges from lake belton corian gibson from lancaster wardell mack uh, out of marrero louisiana 
that that's a stout group, right? I mean, those are yeah. four of the top ten corners in the country. Is that yeah. right? Or four of the top eight? Yeah. And you already have Adrian Wilson's kid committed, right? Who signed <laughs> off on Steve Sarkeesian. So that says a lot. Um, the NFL executive signed off on his son going to Texas to play corner. Yeah, it's very interesting. I don't think all those guys obviously stick at corner. LSU's talked to Wardell Mack about playing corner or safety. I think they just view him as a numbers buster player. And that's how good they think he is. But that's how versatile they think Wardell Mack is. I think Texas kind of sees him the same way starting his career at corner. Um, I think the key, the key is you take a couple of safeties in this class and, you know, you take three or four corners and one of those kids naturally won't end up at corner. Um, there's, some, there's some guys that could play nickel in that group. Um, I think it's an interesting group. I think Kobe Black is the best corner. Um, I put Wardell Mack right there and I put Corey and Gibson right there. I think Selman Bridges, you know, with that frame, who knows what happens with him? I mean, not, the, the reality is not many 6'4 guys stick at corner long term. That's a hard position to stick at corner when you have shooting guard size. Brandon Browner, um, Cam Chancellor, those types of guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's few and tall. far between, right? I mean, that's yeah, no, they're, they're, no, one, one in a million is yep. what they are, to yep. your point. I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. I just feel like it, it's interesting to me. Um, you know, Steve Sarkeesian is known as an offensive coach. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The last two, I mean, I would sit here and say the last two weekends have been defense heavy. You agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I And look, defensive line and edge are a huge need in this class. Linebackers not. I know some Texas fans got a little uh, hand-wringing this week when Ty Anthony Smith canceled the visit. But Texas isn't a – I mean, linebackers not a need in this class. You'd like to get one guy at the end of the day. If you have a great season, you keep chipping away at the Ty Anthony Smith or a Justin Williams and kind of see what happens. But, um, look, it, D-line is where the num- – and edge combined is where the numbers have to go. That could be seven or eight guys in this class. DB needs to be five or six guys in this class. I mean, you're looking at losing – even though you've recruited good players, you're looking at losing Jaron Thompson, Jalen Catalan, Ryan Watts. I mean, who knows if Gavin Holmes has a great year and decides one year's enough. I mean, so you, you're going to lose three, maybe four, Keaton Crawford. I mean, you're going to lose a lot of guys that have experience and starters in the secondary. So it's those that and defensive line are so inviting to recruit in this cycle. I mean, defensive line, you're going to lose – Sweat, probably Alfred Collins, probably Byron Murphy, if they both have really good years. So you're sitting there, and it's inviting to these kids, like linebacker was last year. Yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. And that's why I, I think Texas has done a good job. I, 
I would be, uh, uh, I would be falling down on my job, Jerry, if I didn't mention the offensive line group coming in. Yes. Um, we talked about big humans. You sent me a picture of Nate Kibble today. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Calhoun, the young man out of Georgia. I don't know if this is true or not, but you, you've seen him, I believe. He lists at six, six and a half, three sixty. That that's Cam Williams size. Yeah, and he's that's Cam Leonard Williams. Type, and he's a Cam Williams type of prospect. I think Texas actually thinks he can play some left tackle, which is saying something long term, right? Um, the interesting thing there is that's the one position where you know Nair Daniels canceled his Texas official visit. He is going to go to Georgia. It just hadn't been announced yet. I put in an RPM at eighty percent. I should have gone one hundred and eighty. Um, <laughs> I went eighty, Bobby. But so Nair Daniels not coming in. That has nothing to do with Nate Kibble. I want Texas fans to understand this. Nate Kibble was on a fall timeline originally. Um, there's a big AM factor at Atascacita High School, obviously. Um, Kibble visited AM June 9th through 11th. Curiously, did not commit. And then call, they called Texas and said, We want to get in, we want to take a visit. And I think that's so interesting because, one, he's moving up his timeline because he sees there's more kids committing. The kids he's talking to are committing on, uh, you know. Look, he was at the A&M visit with Blake Ivey um, and Daniel Cruz. Uh, so he talked to those guys. Both those guys are going to make decisions here in the next couple of weeks. So Jordan they Washington them. also. Yeah, Jordan, yeah. Jordan and, and you know games. these numbers games, right? And so he moved up his timeline. I thought that was curious for two reasons. One, if you're sold on AM, why wouldn't you just commit? Why are you calling Texas to set up a visit? So that's something uh, for the tea leave readers out there. Let's see what happens with Nate Kibble. I, and I'll say this. I think Texas will take Nate Kibble. Yeah, no, I think he's a good player. I mean, the picture you sent me was – this is a huge wingspan, impressive yeah. looking dude. Uh, what about Mike? My, uh, I, I can't say his name pro properly, so I McKay, Mackay Sina. Okay, um, out of Arlington Martin. Yeah, he was at USC last weekend. He was at AM June 2nd through 4th. When I was at Arlington Martin this spring, what I took away from a conversation with him was that offensive line position coach is huge, not only with him, but his mom. And I thought that was very interesting. And I think Kyle Flood has Texas in a really good spot there. I think Josh Henson has done well as well uh, with, with uh, Makai and his mom. But is he going to go that far? His dad's moving back to Texas. So both parents are going to be in Texas. Um, so is he really going to go to USC? I didn't think Ty Anthony Smith was going to USC, to be fair, from Jasper, Texas. I'm going to end up being wrong on that. So just – uh, even though I put in the RPM, I think a couple of months ago, I didn't think that was possible. So we never know for sure. Uh, but I think Kyle Flood has Texas in a pretty good spot there. I didn't really talk about Daniel Calhoun. I mean, I, th I think everybody knows uh, that watch this show that I think Daniel Cruz is a, a near lock for Texas. I think he's a great player at center. I, not good. I think he could be a great player. I still think he's underrated at 198 in the on three industry ranking. But Daniel Calhoun, to me, Bobby, is one of the more interesting recruitments that Texas has had since Sarkeesian's been here. And I actually, and some people would say Arch Manning or Cedric Back, I think this would be the toughest recruitment to win on paper for Texas of any kid they've recruited. And here's why I say that. His dad was a linebacker at Alabama. They've only won six national championships <laughs> since this kid was in got out of diapers, right? <laughs> He's in Marietta, Georgia. Georgia's on top of the college football world. 
He is three hours from Knoxville, Tennessee, who's been recruiting him for years. For Tashar Choice and Kyle Flood to go in to Atlanta, Texas has recruited well in Florida. They've hit in Bama. They've hit in Mississippi. They haven't gone into Atlanta and gotten a guy on a premium position that Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee all wanted. If they did that, for me, that would be the most impressive recruiting win for Texas since they got the Austin. That's not a recruitment they should win on paper. Now, he struck up a relationship over time yeah. with Garrett Gibson. You hit it. You hit it. Man. Visits together, right? you, you hit it on the head, Bobby. I, they took three of the same official visits. They went to Georgia. Then the, uh, the ninth, they did not. Uh, Calhoun went to Bama. Uh, Gibson went to Miami. Then they were at Tennessee last weekend and Texas this weekend. And I'll bet the house Jarrett Gibson's going to Texas. So could Texas pull this one off? I'll tell you what, if they pull off Calhoun, that's uh, to me, that's as impressive of a recruiting win, probably the most they've had, most impressive. Um, a couple other guys, the receivers, Terry Bussey and Parker Livingstone. Yeah. Uh, Livingstone is down, is, is not taking any other visits. It no. looks very promising yeah. for Texas, uh, no doubt. Um, Terry Bussey, though, is is – an interesting player because at first Texas was recruiting him as an athlete. They've started recruiting him as a wide receiver because he wants to play wide receiver. They like him that way. Right. So uh, are like him that much that they just give him the, you go do what you want to do kind of thing. Um, Where is that recruitment with, with Terry Bussey right now? You know, it's interesting. Uh, You know, all reports were bit, you know, A&M lean throughout the process. He was at LSU unofficially this week before, Coming to Texas this weekend, he was at Oklahoma last week. And curious enough, he hasn't officially visited AM. And here's what I'll say for Texas fans: things change fast in recruiting. Um, I put out a story in Inside Texas. If you if you're not a member of Inside to Texas, I would jump on this right now. It's an unbelievable site to be on. Um, Texas is doing very well against AM in this cycle. They are. He's going to be at te- he's going to be at Texas this weekend with a few guys that have already officially visited AM. If those kids start falling Texas way, watch out. It's amazing what happens with momentum in recruiting. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that, and we would we need to talk about last week also. I want to yeah. get – because that plays a role in this. Yes. Uh, some of the guys that happened. We mentioned Santana Wilson. Freddie DeBose also committed. And then we had Christian Clark uh, committing uh, on Thursday. Jerry, there's a couple of guys that have already said they're, they're announcing in July. And I'm just looking at this. Aaron Hampton. It's yep. a July uh, thing. He is now being recruited as an athlete. Jordan Washington, July 4th. Uh, Brandon Baker, Texas is heavily involved. The big offensive lineman for California. Uh, then we look at guys like Danny Okoye and Jordan Ross that we know Texas is, is in on, but we don't know the extent uh, really. Defensive line is really interesting because they they brought in four last week and they're bringing in four this week. Yep. Malik Blockton, Melvin Hills. DeAndre Robinson, Isaiah Fonga. Uh, your, your thoughts on how those guys fit with these other guys? I mean, not that there's a pecking order, but are they just going after good players and we'll figure it out? I mean, what's the, what's the deal there? I definitely think that's what they're doing on the defensive line, and that's where I kind of brought up where would a T.J. Lindsey play? Could you recruit him this weekend as more of that outside guy to start his career because I think that would appeal to him and see where his frame goes long term. Um, I think that would appeal to him. Uh, you know, I think Texas is in a – interestingly enough, I think they're in a pretty good spot for Funga if they if they make that push. I, I right As of right now, I don't expect him to end up at Utah. 
Um, he visited Bam and then he visited Texas. Uh, DeAndre Robinson, I still wonder about Florida and him long term, you know. Um, but I, I, Texas is right there. Um, you know, then I, Melvin Hills, I think Texas is a big leader there. And I think he's kind of a sleeper D lineman in this class. I think he checks so many boxes from a fit culture standpoint and the upside standpoint. And then there's Malik Blockton, who I think is an interesting recruitment, Bobby. He was 6'3", 275 on his visit. Um, and, and one interesting thing to me with him was a lot of people in the Auburn market think he's headed to Auburn. Um, I think he had a great official visit to Texas. I think Bo Davis, the stability there is, is an interesting piece to that. Um, and so I, I just wonder about him in Texas a little bit more uh, than I thought I would. He's announcing July 8th. Melvin Hills is announced July 12th. But again, with other guys coming in this weekend, I don't, Texas is not going to be able to take all these guys. I mean, I'm glad, I'm glad you and I are talking about this and we aren't in Steve Sarkeesian's office right now. Well, he's the one that makes the big bucks. Yeah, he makes the final <laughs> decisions, right? Yep. Uh, I want to finish with safety because Jordan yep. Johnson Revell is the only true safety coming in this weekend. But they they took in two last week: Miles Davis out of Converse Judson and Josh Lair out of Fort Bend Marshall uh, down in uh, the west side, southwest side of Houston. The, the The interesting thing there is: are they going to take two or three safeties? What's their number at safety? We don't really know is the I, answer, right? I, I think it has, depends on how it shakes out with the corners this weekend as a lot of it, right? I mean, I, I think they take Jordan Johnson Rubel, who I think is a big Texas lean, uh, best friend of Corin Gibson, by the way. Both grew up in Fort Worth uh, near each other, even though they're neither one are in Fort Worth now. The moms are tight. Everybody's tight. But I think Miles Davis or Josh Lair is in the class. Um, I think Josh Lair is probably Texas lean over LSU and Baylor right now. He canceled his Washington official visit. I think that's a July decision. Miles Davis is at AM officially this weekend. Um, AM's going to have to bring it on that official visit. Now, I think Texas did a really good job with him and the mom last weekend. But obviously, it's a case where I think Texas probably wants to get Johnson Rebell and one of the other two guys. Got it. All right. Speaking with Jerry Hamilton of InsideTexas.com, to Jerry's point, uh, if you're not a subscriber to Inside Texas, uh, you need to be. Uh, Jerry, uh, last thing, a year ago Ten. Friday, Ten. Texas, what happened? What happened a year ago Friday? Uh, yeah, it was it was, it was arch, arch Madness happened. Um, uh, arch Madness June? happened. I was in Austin um, getting ready for a big visit weekend. Um, I was in Austin, and uh, I believe we were on a three-way phone call with me, you, and Eric Nolene. And it hit the wire that Arch Manning's first tweet ever commit. I, I'm committed to the University of Texas, and I think there was a phone drop and an immediate. All right, we got to do a live. We got to do a, a live thread, uh, a live stream on on Texas football. And it was a year ago. Then I think every offensive lineman in Texas wanted committed in the next few days, um, and that started really a, just a powder keg of momentum, right? A tidal wave, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and I really think that this Texas class right now is they don't have the Pied Piper, but it would be even more impressive if they strung off a bunch of commitments without a Pied Piper. You're probably not getting a Colin Simmons in the boat, even if you think you're ahead this weekend. Right. The chances of him turning around and making a video and committing on June 29th I'm probably is not going to happen. Right. Um, if it does, I'll be saying I was wrong on here. Um, and I don't think Texas fans would care at that point. They'd be jumping up and down. But if you build a top five, six class, 
without the Pied Piper, that might be as impressive as anything they've done. Yeah. Especially Sark, considering Sark, how many out-of-state guys, Bobby. Hey, Sark has a has a feel for recruiting. He really does. I, I, I You know, I've been doing this 30 years, Jerry. You have too. Yeah. yeah. You know when head coaches have a feel for it. Um, when he first started, I was a little worried about that. Because he's so he's so used to, I thought, being a head coach on the West Coast. Right. Laid Not back. Not much what he did. Laid back, right. Yeah. That first class with a couple of guys. Father, dad's told me Sark needs to be more aggressive at times. He's a little laid back. They're a little more aggressive at Bama, LSU, A&M at the time, Oklahoma at the time. We're, very, we're more aggressive in trying to close out kids. But I think Sark is, was, is a quick study. <laughs> yeah, I, let's I, put it that way. Yeah, the, the results don't lie. All right, uh, Jerry Hamilton, InsideTexas.com. Thanks for your time. Special update here on recruiting for Jerry Hamilton. I'm Bobby Burton. This has been On Texas Football.